Kurt, it's me, and I'm Gable, podcast 2, and podcast is going to be about why Doom Eternal is great, why you should definitely look into it, and uh, yeah, so just go right into it. Introduction. So... So I heard about Doom, the franchise, from, well, I didn't really hear it from one pal of mine from school. Um, now he was talking about it, I wasn't paying too much attention to it. But one day, I was in game, and I seen that, and I was like, oh, I'm going to turn down. So I bought the 2016 version of it. great and it was absolutely great i loved it that that's that's how it started really because i was like i was absolutely loved it i didn't expect to like it honestly it was only it was only 10 pounds to me at that point in time i got i had like 100 pounds so that was basically me sorry um yeah so eventually after being completing 2016 version a lot of times. I wanted to try the original ones, which I did. Uh, they were great, you know, for their time. They were, they're not actually, in their time, they were great. But for me, for, for this generation, it was, it's not as good, obviously. But I can definitely say, at that time, it came out 1993, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it's in the nineties. Or eighties. I think it's the nineties. So yeah, that was that was good. Uh tried first three. Um yeah, I liked the first two. They were alright. First one didn't really like it. Confusing. Didn't understand why it was so so fast. Don't know what it's sort of what's going for with that, honestly. They probably just want to change around, but I mean, come on, if you're going to change something that drastic, just create a new game, in my opinion. Um, so, the story, the story is basically really simple. It's basically, the Doom Slayer has to take, has to kill three priests who have consumed the earth, basically, with the hell. It's not just the three priests, it's the the con maker, who's basically like an angel-like figure. Um, basically, because of all that, Doomsday's not really a big fan. You can already guess what he does, he fucking goes at it. Kills everyone, basically. And, uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> What my my thoughts on it though, um, I honestly, I'm not one of those big story guys. It depends on the game. Like, cause like first person shooter prize, I don't expect a big story. It's probably cause they're playing like odds and that sort of thing. Battlefield, Battlefield Two, campaign's rubbish. 
In fact, I might start a podcast on Battlefront 2 as well, actually. That's a good idea. Because a lot of people don't like that game. Because of its beginning. Try to convince my pals that it's, it's a good game now, but no one really trusted us. <laughs> so I had to, you know, go at it myself. But, you know, maybe I'll talk about that. But yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that because I like Battlefront 2. Special moment in my life, really. The end of. Before I went into college. Basically. Everyone's got that one game. Everyone likes and that you like, everyone else doesn't like. So. You know, that's, that's life, isn't it? Yeah, but. Overall, though, the, the story of the game. It's just really simple. Yeah, I don't know if it's just me personally, but I like it when it's fucking just simple. Like, I'm the type of guy where we have politics going on. I'll be like, what? Not, not understanding what's going on. Especially in elections, I'm sitting there like, or voting, like, I'm just going to be sitting there like, what? I just, all I know really, realistically, all I know is certain parties bad. Other party good, basically. So why wouldn't come to me for advice on politics? <laughs> Don't know how politics got involved in this conversation, but you know that's just that's life right there. Yeah. <laughs> um. The gameplay is absolutely amazing. I can tell you that right now. Like it's the replayability is unmatched. I'll get to the replay playability section later but the, the, the gameplay like it's just so satisfying like I it's honestly one of like the best games I've played I mentioned that in my other podcast uh, last one about how that one Doom Eternal and Witcher 3 both in power in my eyes, but also people will choose what you're free more, which I understand. But the replayability on both of them are great. But what you're free, I feel like I need to focus on playing the game, whereas Doom Eternal, you can just put on a podcast like this one, or you can put on anything, you can listen to your mates talk shit, you can, you know, you can do anything really. It's one of those games. At the start, no, don't do that, because at the start, you're going to be confused and you're going to be. Struggling, cause it's difficult. We'll see when you manage master that is easy, no problem. Um, so the weapon from twenty sixteen to Eternals, it's the difference is absolutely it's it's math to the moon. Honestly, there's such a big difference. Um, yeah. So like, I don't know. I went back to twenty sixteen which one it was, when, what month it was, but I went back, and honestly the difference between 2016 and Doom Eternal, like the weapons, oh fucking hell, you can't go back, like I don't care how much you love 2016's version, it's just impossible, like once you get used to the mechanics of the Eternals, there's no way you can go back to 2016. Unless you're playing all the games throughout, waiting for the next Doom game. Then fair enough. But see right now, see if you're just sitting there waiting, just doing your thing. When you've done all your work, and you're just sitting there, 
There's no way you're gonna go back to twenty sixteen. No way. Absolutely no way you're gonna be doing that. So yeah, that's my thoughts. I'm not trying to say twenty sixteen was a bad game. It's definitely not. But compare it to Doom Eternal, it's like comparing it's like comparing Comparing Dominoes to Pika, you know, it's like they're both good, don't get me wrong, but you're gonna choose Dominoes at this time. That's, that's my opinion. Um, yeah, so they've also in, also in the gameplay, they've added the like, flame belch, which basically helps you get armor. You, you, when I say this game demands armor and ammo, it's absolutely crazy. You constantly need it. I mentioned in my last uh, podcast that I'm allegedly playing it all over again. Um, and yeah, so you constantly need it. You do not, you cannot. Just use one weapon like twenty sixteen. In twenty sixteen you can just go around running with a super shotgun, your sword. But in Dimitero, if you just run with a shotgun, yeah you may be good for a while. But you're you're gonna die eventually. There's just no way. There's gonna be some good players out there. But I don't I I'll, I'll you know what? I'll try doing that. Alright, I'll try I'll try doing that and if it if it works out I'll let you guys know about it. <laughs> But my guess is probably has already happened, and it is possible. So, right. Um, grenades. There's the standard frag grenade, and uh, there's the ice grenade. Frag grenade. Not really guess what it does. Just explodes. Ice grenade kind of closes. It freezes the the demons, and then when you kill them, they let out health. I think that's one of the sensor crystals that do that. But I'm pretty sure it does it automatically anyway. But um, yeah, that's that's a good addition as well. Um, the monkey bars as well. That's a good part of the replay value. Get to that levels same thing. But I'll move on to the soundtrack. Why it's good. The soundtrack is honestly, Mike Gordon. Honestly, if you, you, I'm pretty sure if you were just sitting there and see the gym, the gym just replaces all the pop music with Mike Gordon's music. I swear, I think everyone would be having six packs. Honestly, I think every person would be sorted. Everyone would like Chris Hemsworth, in my opinion. It's that it's a really good soundtrack though, for real. It's the game is absolutely amazing. The soundtrack for it is incredible. Like Mike Gordon smashed it. Fortunately, don't know if any of you guys know this, you probably do. But unfortunately, I think this happened a few months ago. Mike Gordon was left go because he had to fight for creative rights. Which honestly, Bethesda, Ed Software, don't know who is to blame, but I mean, come on, what are you doing? You know, the guy was doing great. Yeah, so that's unfortunate, but now in the new DLC, I made a, I'll make a podcast on that as well, but in the new DLC, he's replaced with uh, 
Andrew Holtzett, I think that's his name. Sorry to me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure that's Andrew. Let's call him Andrew. Alright, so Andrew, he's the place of Andrew. Andrew's great. I would, say, I would honestly say he's on par, but it's something about McGordon's soundtrack that makes you just really play it constantly on your phone or whatever. Replayability. So the replayability, as I keep mentioning before, is it's absolutely, I can't stress this enough, replayability. I've been playing the game since March, I think, that's when it came out. So it's before the whole Covid thing. And it was uh, during the Covid thing, I think. Yeah. Ever since March, I've been playing Doom Eternal. Put that in perspective. So we're in November now. It's about seven, eight months post-break Doom Eternal. Like it, don't get me wrong. There are a few times I just delete it. But I always come back to it. You know, it's one of those ones. It's it's yeah, it's just replayability with the mechanics, the gameplay that I mentioned before. Like I see if you play it once, that's alright. Like, that's alright as well, but I see when you finish it once you're gonna have to you're gonna want to replay it. Like do high difficulties because I want to try and do Ultra Nightmare. I haven't done that yet. I'm going to try it. Not going to go well, probably. But if I manage to do that, I'll let you guys know. Um, and then there's the the multiplayer. Multiplayer is alright, honestly. It's okay. It's nothing special, honestly. Like it's they just need to add more shit. Honestly, they did software. I know what they were trying to do. It's a good idea in theory, but they need to add competitive ranking. See if they do that, it's hard. Cause I don't know. It's just you know, it's dumb fun basically. But you know, once you play it a lot of times, you just sit there and be like, oh, okay. Um. Yeah. So that's my theory on that. on that um yeah so i don't know conflicted now what my next podcast should be about there will be winter free dlcs and uh, doom eternal i'll figure out it may not be tomorrow it could be it'll be during this week i can guarantee that but um yeah we've made it to almost uh, 15 minutes Five minutes longer than my previous one, or six minutes. So that's a good thing. Feel more confident this time. Slightly. <laughs> not not all not all not entirely, but slightly. That's what matters, so step by step that's great. So yeah, um if you haven't played Doom Eternal yet and if you have the opportunity to, you've got Game Pass. Or you see it's on sale in the future, I would highly recommend it. Like, definitely get it without you. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening to Dan's Internet Cable Podcast 2. I'll speak to you guys soon. Bye.